Aren't you glad for Jesus tonight? Pastor Moore's coming. Everybody say, jump on him, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Are you thankful to be in that old ship tonight? Call the church. I don't believe some modern day typhoon is going to cause it to sink. As we sung the song about worship, we don't fight our battles with guns and bombs. But there was an atomic bomb that was dropped and stopped a world war. But did you and I know in the spiritual realm there's been that atomic bomb dropped called Jesus Christ? And any moment, any time he gets ready in the spiritual realms and the spiritual warfares of our life, it can be just like that on atomic bomb dropped and stopped the war. <laughs> what a God we serve tonight on this Wednesday night is, man, we're putting another year behind us, another year in the history books, amen, and to be what God wants us to be in this end time. It's going to mean something, isn't it? Got your Bibles, turn with me, Matthew the 10th chapter. I'm going to read one verse in your hearing tonight, 42. Matthew 10 and 42. It's good to see everybody in the house of the Lord tonight. It's good to see some that wasn't here Sunday. It's good to see you back and feeling better, doing better. Pray for others. It's not here tonight. Some are sick. Amen. Some because of the weather. Amen. Just not able to see good enough to drive and drive the distance. Since we understand that, ask God to be with them and touch them amen minister to them and it's good to see you while you're turning there let me also make this announcement friday night 10 o'clock we're going to have communion and foot washing amen right here in this assembly praise god the ladies will meet in the back back here the men in the fellowship hall for the foot washing we'll do communion up here we'll start somewhere around 10 o'clock go to until about 12 bring the old year out and the new year in couldn't be a better way, to, amen, to finish this year up than to join together and responding, amen, to remember the death of Jesus Christ. How many of you are thankful tonight that he died for us, that he paid a debt, paid a debt that no lamb, no bull, no pigeon, nothing else could pay that debt, amen, regardless of how spotless, man, regardless of how they met all the requirements those, that blood was simply was not able, amen, to wash. It just simply as an act of faith rolled it forward until the spotless lamb called Jesus Christ came on the scene. Amen. Matthew 10 and 42. And whosoever shall give to drink to one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily or truly I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. He shall in no wise lose his reward. Amen. Tonight I want to preach a little bit. And I'm going to be shooting all over the tree probably to a certain degree. Amen. But uh, God didn't miss it in 21. God didn't miss it in 21. Amen. Not one single act of kindness. Not one single word of kindness. Not one single... A thing that you may have done, God didn't miss it. Amen. Maybe tonight, and why don't we just pray and I'll let you be seated. I know it's Wednesday night. Lord, we love you and appreciate you tonight. We're so thankful for another opportunity to come together with your precious people. 
people of faith, people that believes in your goodness and grace and mercy and the power that's invested in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray for the anointing of the Lord and the touch of God in this house. I pray that you're to help us. Help us tonight to feed the lambs and feed the sheep and give instructions and guidance and uplifting, encouraging words on this last Wednesday night of 21. We give you the honor and the praise for your keeping power, saving power. And we give you the honor and praise in advance for 22 for the blessings and revival and souls and lives and prayers that you're going to answer in the mighty moves of God that we're going to experience in 22. But we know by the experience in 21 how awesome you really are, how great you really are in bringing us and bringing us even until this Wednesday night to give you glory and praise and honors, the Lord of our lives, the bishop of our souls. All the praise and glory and honors lifted to you in this house tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless you and you may be seated. No doubt the last 20 and 21 has been uh, probably off the record books are as strange and odd. Even Brother Ford doesn't mention. Uh, not sure what's going on. Talking about the turkeys and things of this nature. And different things are happening. Not only in the, the food area. And, but ammunition and material things. And uh, life itself. The struggles. The odd things that's happening. The spiritual battles. The physical battles. The, the chaos in our cities. The chaos out in the rural areas. Uh, the demonic uh, powers of violence. And, and the, the conscience of people. Amen. It, it's not just out on the streets and out in the cities and out in the rural areas. But you hear about it and you read about it, amen, in our jailhouses. All over the lands and all over our world where people has become so callous to life and to individuals and to, to that kindness, amen, that ought to be shown at times. Amen, a little kindness. We see this even in the political realms. And it doesn't really matter if you're a Republican tonight or a Democrat tonight or an Independent. But I'm here that man again to stand in this pulpit and tell you that kindness really goes a long ways and God never overlooks amen one little act of kindness and especially whenever an individual doesn't deserve it but you're willing to show it anyway to show the love of God to show the power of God to show who the God is of your heart who's the God of your spirit who's the God of your actions and I'm here to tell you tonight tell you we're living in a world today that God's sitting on a shelf most of the time and they just call him off whenever it's convenient but they want to act the way they want to act and do what they want to do and say what they want to say but I'm glad I got a God living on the inside of me that he's concerned about every idle word he's concerned about every action I take and I'm here to tell you he didn't miss not one single thing in 21 when you showed mercy and grace and kindness in the demonstration of the Holy Ghost in the demonstration of the power of Jesus Christ Maybe you've come on this Wednesday night tonight. And maybe with the spirit and the attitude that, you know what, I didn't get what I thought I was going to receive in 21. Maybe I, I didn't get the recognition. Maybe I didn't, amen. Maybe the prayers that I'd prayed wasn't answered. The dreams that I dreamed wasn't fulfilled. Hallelujah. The, uh, the, the kindness that I showed, I just didn't get the response. I thought I was going to get. I'm here to come back here tonight to tell you, I promise you, God didn't miss it. Not one single kind act. 
Not one single kind words. And so I'm going to try tonight without getting all over the tree and, and not really trying to be lengthy either. But, but on the other hand, hallelujah, to help us to realize and understand we're serving a God that's sitting on the circle of this earth. The scriptures made it very plain right down to a single sparrow. Amen. That he saw whenever it fell. And with the understanding of that, amen, is understanding how many sparrows was in Jesus' time and in his world and in his time. Time, how they was just multitudes of them but yet God is so mindful of everything that's going on nothing ever catches God by surprise you never catch God off guard you never catch him amen at times hallelujah when he wasn't expecting hallelujah or whenever he wouldn't, wouldn't observe certain things happening and certain things taking place I'm glad tonight amen I'm servant of God that money doesn't decide amen whether or not if I'm successful with him hallelujah it doesn't matter how people act in the world that I'm living in how evil it becomes how wicked it becomes how dark it becomes we're still the light of the world we're still the candle amen in the room that can make the difference in the room we're still the city is sitting on the hill that can make a difference in our community we still have the power and the kindness in us and the power of God in us amen if the drug addict's got any hope at all it's going to be the apostolic church it's going to introduce them to a man called Jesus Christ hallelujah showing them kindness when nobody else is showing kindness hallelujah if we got our revival. This is how we're going to have revival. It's a kindness of God that's demonstrated day in and day out. Whenever nobody recognizes it, but God of heaven sees it. We're going to notice some scriptures here tonight that are real powerful. Whenever you really begin to sit down and to uh, digest them, take them in and and let them take a hold of your heart and hold of your mind and your spirit. Because we're living in a world today, they get bigger kicks over criticizing, making light, throwing down, amen, than they do lifting up, encouraging, and just simply sometimes being kind. <laughs> When's the last time that somebody cut you off and you didn't blow your horn at them? You didn't show them your fist? You didn't speed up on their bumper. You didn't act like you was going to run over them and then slam on the brakes. Hallelujah. But you just put on your brakes and smile and say, God bless you. Hallelujah. I know you're in a hurry. Hallelujah. Praise God. God bless you. We want God's favor with you. I'm glad you didn't wreck. Amen. Doing it. I'm telling you, there's a power in us. Woo! Hallelujah. And God's going to recognize His people and His disciples. Hallelujah. Whenever they come to that realization and understanding, I still believe kindness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The scriptures told us, even among brothers, evil for evil and railing for railing. Hallelujah. In fact, He's encouraged us. Hallelujah. Prefer our brothers and love our brothers and let love continue. I'm telling you, the enemy's trying to come in the back door, even in the apostolic church, trying to divide and tear down and tear everything down. But I'm here to, be I'm here to build up like a wall. I'm here, amen, to close up some doors. We're going to let the law of kindness rule in the first Jesus name church of Bendale, Mississippi. We're going to let the law of kindness of God Almighty show up in Bendale, Mississippi because God don't ever miss not one act of kindness. So I'm here to tell us tonight God didn't miss it in 21. And he promised us he'd no, oh, he owed no man. And so what you may not have received in 21, I'd start expecting it in 22. 
Praise God. Scripture here in Matthew, the 10th chapter, talks about, amen, it talks about a cup of water. And if you notice, it's he that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive the prophet's reward. Or he that receiveth the righteous man in the name of a righteous man. Understand some of this. Disciples were even sent out to the cities, to homes, and they were instructed that they walked into those homes. How? they were responded to was how they would had to respond to them. If they was welcomed or if their message was received, amen, then the, 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 the messenger, amen, because you got to re- receive the messenger, amen, before you can really receive the message. And sometimes God sends messengers our way. And sometimes it may, it may astound us. In fact, the scriptures warned us how we entertain strangers because there's a possibility it could be an angel. It could be a setup. Hallelujah. God's looking down upon this earth to display because God's ways are so far above our ways. Hallelujah. Isaiah made that clear as the heavens above the earth. And God works in a different realm and a different method and a different power. Hey, I'm ready. Amen. For some good old apostolic Holy Ghost pouring out. Hallelujah. Like we have never seen in all of our born days. I'm ready to see a kindness. Hallelujah. Grip this congregation and grip one of us. Hallelujah. In fact, you'll find it very hard to criticize your brother. You'll find it very hard to criticize your sister. You may not have things that you like and, and you can find tolerance in, but I'm here to tell you tonight, hallelujah, there's got to be a law of kindness that grips our hearts, that grips our minds, that grips our spirits because we're in a world of trouble. Violence has taken our country. Hatred and bitterness trying to destroy and want to tear down. Hallelujah, but this is the very purpose and the reason of the church. The revival's being set like never before, folks. And I believe there's some key ingredients, amen, that'll help bring this on. I'm not over revival. I don't care if 21's coming to a close. Revival's not over. Hallelujah. Revival's here. And revival's coming. And it's coming in greater measures. I'm believing that. I'm really believing. Hallelujah. I believe Brother Keith and Sister Lori is just a good example. Hallelujah. What could and will happen at this first Jesus name church of Bendale. Hallelujah. Because we still believe in the old-fashioned moving of the Holy Ghost. I got people on one side of me that's talking about one thing and, and running down all the Pentecostal people and all the preachers and, and everybody hallelujah and I got another group that wants to go the other way but by the help of God and with kindness hallelujah I'm going to find myself in the middle I'm going to find myself in the balance I'm going to find myself staying with the word of God and the truth of God and the love of God I still believe the love of God still can draw them I still believe the love of God can turn them around I still believe the love of God if they got any hope whatsoever it's for them to demonstrate the love of God and the only way they're going to demonstrate the love of God is how it flows out of you and I I could take you to Matthew, the 25th chapter. Matthew, the 25th chapter is a pretty powerful chapter. It talks about the ten virgins. It talks about as followers of disciples of Jesus Christ and how that some, some because of negligence, amen, because they was all virgins. They was all clean. They was unspotted. They was wholesome. They was upright. But five, five, amen, became foolish. This is not a time to become foolish. It's not a time to come foolish. We really don't know how many more 
this, this type of celebration that we've, we're involved in right now, amen, that we're going to have. Man, because the coming of the Lord is at hand. And so, but you and I have got a purpose in our minds and hearts. God, you're going to help me. But I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be kind to people. I don't care if they walk into my place of business. I don't care if they walk into my house. I don't care where they come from, what they look like. Hallelujah, God, if you'll help me, I'm going to show them kindness. Hallelujah, I'm going to try to reach out to them. I want them to see a love and, and to demonstrate a love. Possibly they have never known. Did you know there's people just raised up in this community that's never darted the doors of a church? They don't have a clue, amen, what church is. They don't have a clue who God really is. They don't have a clue the real love of God. Amen. That gave his life. Amen. That we can have life and life more abundantly. I want to walk in that abundance of life. Hallelujah. And it's not material things. But I want to walk in that abundance of kindness and love and gentleness. Hallelujah. I don't want to be one that wants to criticize and, and downcast and make light and make fun. Hallelujah. I want to be one. Amen. That's going to uplift. I want to be one. Amen. I don't care. Hallelujah. How they come. What they look like. I believe with God's help. I believe with God's touch. I believe with God's favor. Hallelujah. He can pull you out of that miry clay. I believe he can pull you out of them drugs. I believe he can pull you out of that ditch. I believe he can pull you out of that lifestyle. I believe he can make a change in your life. And sometimes it's a law of kindness. Hallelujah. It's got to rise up in us first. Amen. Instead of checking them off. And they walk through the doors. Amen. The law of kindness says, I believe there's hope in this house. I believe there's an opportunity in this house. And by the help of God, amen, we're going to let kindness persuade them. The deeds that we do. The actions that we take. I know we're living in the doctrine, amen, that you can't, you can't go to heaven with works. Oh, again, the intent. The, the, you can't work to be saved for us. You, you can't do just goodness, amen. No, you got to be born. you got to repent. you got to do. But then after that, the deeds. We're going to give you account for. We're going to. Both the Jews and Gentiles. And so when you go to the 25th chapter. And you start at the 31st verse. Jesus Christ himself gives us the illustration of his judgment. And he talks about and he likens it unto the shepherd when he brings in his flock. And he's got the sheep on one side and the goats on the other side. And he begins, and this is a time of the end time, I believe. A time, a man, where, where all nations, the Bible says here, is going to come to him. And he's going to divide them. And he's going to separate them. And he's going to put the goats on the left side and the sheep on the right side. And so as he separates them, and they begin to question, you know, how did this happen? What brought this about? What, what caused this to unfold? And so the Lord responds to them. And he says... Um, then shall the king say unto them, On his right hand, come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Well, that's one of those, one of those terms, hallelujah. It's already from the foundation of the world. There was going to be a church, there's going to be a city, there's going to be somebody that's going to be a part of it. And you and I might as well do, amen, what we was taught the other night. It's done a decided factor. And so you and I might as well get on the side of the decided factor. Hallelujah. From the foundation of the world. And inheriting the kingdom that was set up. Hallelujah. And you and I are part of it. Now we just got the inheritance. We just got the down payment. We haven't got the fullness of it. But we're on the right journey. We're headed in the right way. And if we walk in the Holy Ghost and walk in the Spirit of God. And walk in the kindness and love of Jesus Christ. We can attain the fullness of it. And so he goes from that.
He says, For I was and hungered. I should have backed up a little bit, but anyway. Um, watch this. He said, For I was and hungered, and he gave me meat. I was thirsty, and he gave me drink. And I was a stranger, and he took me in. The King, Jesus Christ, speaking of God Himself. Now, if you look at that in one sense, when would ever God would be hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked? <laughs> but listen to what he says. Naked and he clothed me and I was sick and he visited me and I was in prison and he came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him saying, Lord, when saw we thee and hungered? And fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee drink. When saw we thee a stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick, or in prison, and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto the least of one of these, my brethren. Hallelujah. No, no doubt later on he talks about Jesus calling us brethren even. But as we do it as unto others, we're doing it as unto the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, I promise you tonight, God didn't miss not one single kind act that you, you displayed in 21. Hallelujah. I know the enemy wants us to bombard and get on our shoulders and tell you, hallelujah, there's no need praying. Hallelujah, you haven't got no results. There's no reason, amen, to show them kindness. They haven't changed one bit. There's no reason to be patient with them any longer. But I beg the difference for you tonight, honey. Hallelujah, you just keep doing what you're instructed out of the word of God. And the God that we're serving is directing us into doing. Because I'm going to go on a little later on, the time allow me. But here's the essence of it in Galatians. Don't go weary and well-doing. Don't go weary and well-doing. We're living in a world today, everybody's getting sick and tired of doing well. Everybody wants to tote guns and everybody wants to kill this and everybody wants to kill that one. But oh God, I'm in the business of seeing them saved. I'm in the business of seeing them brought out. The real answer still, Jesus Christ. The real answer still, the gospel. Amen. The real answer, the kindness of God being displayed in their lives. I could tell already. Amen. In the world that we're living, we, we, we just, you know, I, I've heard it and I understand it. Please don't, don't. I understand this. But you catch kids just throwing them all in jail ain't going to solve it. It's not going to do it. And I don't know how many, but I'm seeing right here. Amen. What's been written. Amen. About what the king says to my brethren. You know what? All of them's not brethren. I understand that. But you know what? God help me. I want to show some kindness. I want to show some, uh, some loving kindness and, and, and gentleness. Hallelujah. Some of these little babies, amen, I want to be kind to them. Amen. When they're at the house of God, I want them to come to this house. Amen. I want them to feel the kindness and the love of God. And the only way they're going to feel that is through you and I. I don't want to come in this house, amen, all down and out and muddy and grubby. No, no. Amen. This is a place. If it's going to happen for them, it's right here. If they got a reason to live, it's going to happen right here. If they're going to have any joys, it's going to happen right here. If they got any hope, it's going to happen right here. If they're going to really experience peace, it's going to happen right here. Hallelujah. That's the reason they need the law of kindness. Hallelujah. They don't need people around people. I will tell you something. Some people got a critical spirit and it's got them by their mind. It's got them by their heart. It's got them by their spirit. And that's all they know to do is criticize. 
How many have heard this statement? They'd gripe if you hung them with a brand new rope. <laughs> yeah. Well, I probably would too in that sense. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but we know what's being said. It doesn't matter. But what I'm trying to tell you tonight, God hadn't missed it. Hallelujah. Every little kind thing you've done. Every little kind word. Every time you show kindness. And here's the real ticket. It's when they don't deserve it. That's the real ticket. Let me ask you something. How many of us, amen, really believe that we deserve the kindness of God? Every day I have to tell the Lord, Lord, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I'm going to talk about that a little bit maybe. Hallelujah. So as the scriptures go on, and, and we're talking Matthew 8 and 5 and 8, and he said, when Jesus entered in Capernaum, there was come one of the centurion to him. And he simply makes the statement. When he calls for him, he had, he had a servant that was palsy and, and it torments, and he calls for him to come. And Jesus said, I'll come and heal him. And he, he calls out, cries out to him. He said, I'm not worthy for you to come into my house. I'm not worthy. Sometimes, amen, we need to show kindness just simply because we've experienced kindness. When I didn't even deserve it. Have you ever done something? And somebody was real kind to you. After you've done it. And you felt. About that high. <laughs> oh sure we've all been there. And I hope we're on this side of the fence. More than that side. <laughs> of showing the kindness. Than, than receiving it. Did you know that'll go a long ways. Even in this body of believers. It really will. Amen. Just showing a little kindness. Sometimes kindness can simply be a simple thing. As you know what? I'm not going to put any more wood on the fire. I'm not going to repeat that. They said things told to me I don't repeat it. It may get repeated, but it won't have my name attached to it. I want that fire to go out. <laughs> and so the best thing to do is... You quit putting wood on the fire. I don't care how big it is. You quit putting wood on it. She's going out. She's going to die. So we can see here in the scriptures, even Jacob, Jacob on his way back. And I'm just going to brief some of these and move on. In the 32nd chapter, we see here where, where Jacob and, and you know, he's heard the news of, of Esau coming. And as he comes back to God and he knows that God has spoke to him and he simply says this. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all thy truth, which thou hast showed unto thy servant. For with my staff, I passed over this Jordan. But now, but and now, but now, what, what about a man as we slip into 22? How many of you believe that you're more blessed and a man as you slip out of 21 than you? was when you came in it. How many believe that you more far advanced hallelujah than, than you was in January, amen, of 21 as you slip into 22. I'm telling you we're living in a world today that wants to look at, oh it's just another year hallelujah, we can't stand many more years like that. No, we're still doing pretty good ladies and gentlemen with all the pandemic with all the COVID and all the other things that's going on we're doing pretty good. God's got our backside, God's got our front side God's got both sides, God's got us all the way around. We don't have any Thing to fear, we don't have to have anything to be afraid of. All you and I got to do is say, you know what? I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be gentle. I'm going to be long suffering. I'm going to do my best to be understanding and work with people and work with our society. We have an approach it different, but with the help of God, we can do it. I believe we can make a difference. <laughs> 
We just keep lifting them up and we keep praying for them. Amen. You just keep, it's kind of like feeding a baby sometimes. They want to spit it out and they want to play with it and they want to do this, but you know what's best for them, don't you? Best thing for you to do is get it in. Amen. You know, sometimes, and if you ever eat any of that jar of baby food, you wouldn't eat it either. But anyway, praise God. It's bad. But you know what that mama does? She gets real good at it, buddy. She'll wipe it off the side of that face and off there. Maybe off the counter. <laughs> you're going to eat this, baby. It may take a while, but you're going to eat it. Hallelujah. I'm going to keep shoving it. You keep spitting it out. I'm going to keep shoving it back in. You watch this. Hallelujah. They can keep spitting it out. But it's God's business, amen, to cut the line off. It's God's business, say, they're a reprobate. It's God's business. You know, it's my business, amen, to represent kindness. They may spit it out and spit it back out in my face, but it's my business. Turn it right back around and put it right back in. And put it right back in. And put it right back in. And put it right. After a while, it's going to get a hold of them. After a while, amen, they're going to swallow it. After a while, it's going to start slipping down. After a while, you know why? Because God's going to work on our behalf. Because he loves the act of kindness. I could carry you to places in the scripture where it talks about Kindness. I won't spend but just a minute here in 2 Samuel the ninth chapter. David had been king a while and a man that got a hold of his heart. He wanted to show kindness unto Jonathan. But I want you to notice something that began to take place there in 2 Samuel 9, 1 through 8. First verse talks about how David had come to that place, and Amen. He wanted to show, Amen, that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake. But if you drop down, a servant was found, found by Zebra that knew a man where, where Methuselah was at. And, and so, but watch the third verse. And the king said, Is there not yet a man of the house of Saul that I might show the kindness of God unto him? Now, it's not just our kindness. It's not just David wants to show kindness. Now, all of a sudden, it becomes the kindness of God. <laughs> And sure enough, you know the story how that Mephibosheth was brought out of Lodibar. You've heard Brother McKing preach about the place, a man where, who was there, and there wasn't much hope for them in life. But here the king is reaching out to somebody, somebody that never could bless him, somebody that could never help his kingdomship, and somebody that could never bear a sword, somebody was never going to play a harp, somebody was never going to be any, but all he was going to ever be was sit at the king's table, and he was going to feed him day in and day out out of nothing but kindness. What happened to the kindness of the church? Hallelujah, that shows kindness when it's not convenient and when it's not to their benefit. But they show it anyway. They show kindness anyway. They still greet them with a smile. They still, amen, love them anyway. Amen, when they're really cute and when they run them down. When they don't ever think they could erect the church. But the kindness still rose up. This is the kindness I'm talking about to bring revival, ladies and gentlemen. This is the kindness that will drive the devil out of our community. And loose the powers of God in our midst and bring us revival. I'm telling you, he hadn't. God hadn't missed it. Just like with Tabitha. Hallelujah. Amen. What happened? 
When Tabitha, amen, the Bible called her disciple of Jesus, she became sick and died. Joppa was just a little piece, amen, from him. Peter was there. They sent a couple of men to Peter. Peter comes. And immediately, watch what happened. They began to show who? Who began to show, amen, the works and the deeds of Tabitha? Amen. It was widows that showed, hallelujah, the works of Tabitha. It was people that could never bless her. It was people that could never lift her up. But all of a sudden, these are the one these are the ones that's there and they got those quilts and they got those coats and they show them the deeds of Tabitha and her kindness and her labor for the widows amen for those and go watch the scriptures now amen the true religion is those amen hallelujah that minister unto the needs hallelujah of the widows and the fatherless and the strangers hallelujah if there's ever been a time amen for revival we can have it in Bendale Mississippi by simply showing kindness to people out there that nobody wants to show them but there's a law that gets a hold of us there's an anointing that would grip us saying you know what I'm serving a God that he doesn't miss it he saw every kind act amen he's seen every kind of word that was displayed and brought forth I'm telling you God's in the business folks hallelujah so as we watch some of this unfold and, and, and I'm going to try to hurry through these next two pages here amen just dealing with some scriptures because there's one other thing that's really going to be important slipping into 22 <laughs> and we've all got a bucket load of it <laughs> it's called patience <laughs> Amen. We got a bucket load, but we need a dump truck load. But anyway, <laughs> I sound a little better. I go over a little better. Why? We're geared that way. If you don't believe that, look around. What's this remind you of? Stupid computer. <laughs> hello 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 hey hello I've, I called some of you and you've hung up before I can really say hello <laughs> I just slipped out I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. I just call you back. <laughs> I'm a little more ready the second time, though. <laughs> so as you, you, so you say, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Amen. Because why? We're living in a fast lane. Man, everything's got to be buddy. I mean, we got to. <laughs> but you'll find out the law of kindness is going to take patience. The work of God, the deeds of God. And, and, and you know what? I found in the scriptures here. Some things that really surprised me. Watch this in Luke 8 and 15. This is talking about the four different types of soil. And we know all about but the good soil. Watch this. Watch what it says. But that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it, bringing forth fruit with patience. That's the good soil. <laughs> but even the good soil. The writer goes on later and he talks about it. What is a farmer? I watched my brother this week. Uh, he'd kill me. If, <laughs> yeah, well, 
He's been off for two weeks and bored to death. He's got a few cows down there at Joseph's. And he's got an old mama cow that's about to have a calf. And cold weather's coming. He's called me, been down there every morning, every afternoon, every evening. Hey man, he's called me once and two and three times a day. And hallelujah, called me this morning. He saw me when I come in. He said, hey, what are you doing? That's what he said. He started saying, what you doing? I said, well, I'm doing this, doing that. And anyway, hallelujah. And I can tell, I won't say it, but I'm saying, boy, you're bored, ain't you? And here he goes in on that cow. I said, oh, cow, I said, I don't watch him. See, this morning, he said this this morning now. He said, I guess that old cow's going to wait to the coldest day of the year before she has it. He's getting frustrated now. He's getting aggravated. Amen. About three o'clock this evening, I done went back home, and sure enough, I ain't any more calling. <laughs> I said hello, and you know, in my house, you can't talk anywhere. You just certain places to go outside. And hey, I couldn't go out, so I got up in the window. I said hello. He said, "What you doing?" I said, "Well, I'm getting ready to go back to church." He said, "Well, that old cow had her cat this evening." <laughs> Boy, you can tell the relief. Amen. But I want to tell you something. The old farmer's got to have patience. Hello, you can't go out to plant the seed and go out the very next day and expect it to happen. But I'm telling you, we're being geared that way. I'm telling you, we're being shaped that way. But I'm going to tell you something about who's going to have a revival. An old time revival is going to be that apostolic church. I'm patient. I'm willing to wait on the Lord. I'm willing to wait on God doing it God's way. I'm not going to rush anything. I'm not going to tie up a new or nothing. I'm not going to try to dictate it. I'm going to let God get it God's way. I'm right where some of us live. You give God about five seconds, and if He hasn't responded, you start calling this and then doing that. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Amen. He that waits on the Lord. Amen. You know what? Our soul is possessing Amen. And our patience and waiting on God. He'll never be. I don't want a soul spirit. I don't want a soul spirit. No. I want to be like that psalmist put it. Who's always willing to wait on God because it's worth the wait to wait. Let God work it out. Let God bring it about in His time and season. And God's seasons is not like everybody else's. And so we can see here as we begin to watch things begin to unfold. I could carry you to other places. James 5 and 7. Be patient therefore brethren unto the coming of the Lord. Hear that. Be patient unto the coming of the Lord. We haven't received the fullness of salvation. That's exactly what Habakkuk was talking about in 2 and 3 when he told him, hey man, when he told Habakkuk, Habakkuk, if you go back to the first chapter, Habakkuk was a little upset with God. He was a little upset with what was happening upon the earth. Hey man, the lawlessness that was taking place and how there's some people that's more vile and more evil. Hey man, the thing that was bringing punishment on it. And Habakkuk couldn't understand all of that. He puts himself in the place of, of questioning God. And then God responds unto him in Habakkuk 2 and 3. And he says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie, though it tarry. I'm going to tell you something. This church is going to make it. He sung that song tonight. Amen. She's sitting low in the water. But you don't worry about the old church. She's going to survive. You and I just stay on the church. I don't care what kind of storms are coming. I don't care how high them waves are. I don't care what people are saying about her. You just stay on board. They can talk about it. They can run it down. They can say we're well, old-fashioned. They can say whatever they want to. But I'm here to tell you, amen, we need an old-fashioned move of God. An old-fashioned baptism of the Holy Ghost. We need an old-fashioned move of kindness. Hallelujah. That'll get a hold of our hearts. That 
there to get hold of our minds and it wouldn't stop there to get hold of our tongues. Hallelujah. All of a sudden there'd be a checkup. All of a sudden there'd be a, 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 a bridle. Amen. It's like putting in a horse's mantle. Hallelujah. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to get caught up in that. It may even be true, but I'm not going to say it. If I'm going to do anything, I'm going to pray out of kindness. I'm going to pray God turn them around. God save them. God doesn't miss none of it. Took a cup of water. Watch what he says. Behold, the husband, this is what I've been talking about, waited for the precious fruits of the earth, hath long patience for it, until he received the early and latter rain. Hmm. We've had some early early 1900s but we need a latter rain now and it's so for them it's going to be patient for it I don't want nothing that seems like it I don't want nothing that looks good and just got the appearance of it oh I want the real deal it's kind of like drinking I know I say this all the time but it's kind of like drinking a coke if I'm going to drink a coke I want a classic coke I want the real deal. Amen. It was several years ago. How many of you remember they changed the recipe on it? <laughs> and it tastes like a Pepsi. <laughs> it tastes like a shook up Coke. <laughs> it didn't have no punch to it. It didn't do any burning. Amen. If I'm going to drink a Coke, I want that thing to burn when it bottoms out. Amen. Way down here. Hallelujah. That's drinking a Coke. If I'm going to drink one, I want it to burn. Hallelujah. I, you know, that shook. I, I'm just going to get me a glass. I'd rather have a glass of water than a shook up root beer, a shook up Coke, or shook up anything else. I'm going to tell you something else. God, amen. Sometimes it takes patience. Hallelujah. Be set on fire. It's lukewarm people that, that's impatient. Hallelujah. If they don't, this don't happen. That, nothing really moves them. Well, I just, you know, no, no. I don't want to be that way. Hallelujah. I want to be what God wants to be. I want this church to be what God wants. You know what? I believe that's the heartbeat of everybody in this house. We want to be what God wants us to be. We want to love God. We want to serve God. We want to represent God. And so to do that, there's got to be a law of kindness. And for that law of kindness, amen, to mature and grow and help us along the way, we're going to have to be patient. We're going to have to be patient for it to come up, for it to mature and for it to grow. Watch what James says here. Be also patient. Establish your heart. Or establish your hearts. Amen. That simply means to establish here would actually mean to strengthen or to confirm or to stand. Even Paul said, when you've done all you can do to stand, just stand. Just stand. Stand where you know the Bible's. The doctrine that the Bible's taught you. It's not a time to change the doctrine. It's not a time to start, start changing godliness and holiness and separation. If it's anything, it's time, amen, to be patient in it. And watch God. Watch God unfold the rose. God's timing. God's timing. Have you listened to the last two messages of these evangelists? 
Have we listened to what they're telling us? Hallelujah. God's in this, ladies and gentlemen. And God's in it to give us a revival that will turn this community upside down. Hallelujah. Because they need it. I'm telling you, everything's slipping out from under them. They're losing their mind. Hallelujah. There's greatest, greatest, some of the greatest confusion of things going on around us. And they're looking for somebody that's grounded. They're looking for somebody that's established. They're looking for somebody that's not going to be shaken. They're looking for somebody that's not going to just be wishy-washy up and down feeling good today and bad tomorrow because you're out today and they're all loved of you and all are wrapped up in Jesus tonight. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> so be also patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord. Draweth night. What's this ninth verse? Grudge not one against another. Brethren, grudge simply means to have ill will or to be envious. I just dropped the bombshell. <laughs> but it's the truth. Lack of patience. Grudging comes quickly and all of a sudden ill will brother if we get ill will toward one another at the right place it doesn't matter what you do or what I do even anointed of God it won't have no effect on us as individuals you can mark down what I'm telling you tonight Mark it down. As powerful as David was in Saul's life. Now we know it was out of jealousy and envy and strife because of the song that had been sung. You know something else I want us all to make up our mind about? <laughs> I want to find my place in the body and the kingdom. I'm going to be content. I'm going to be happy. I don't have to sing like so-and-so. I don't have to play like so-and-so. I don't have to preach like so-and-so. I don't have to pray like so-and-so. I don't have to hold this. I don't have to do. No, God, I just want to find that place. <laughs> and will serve you right where you want me to serve you. And be content. And be happy. Now, I believe everybody's got something to do. There's no, I don't believe there's nowhere in the kingdom. There's reserved seats for nothing. This is a seat where you don't have to do nothing. Y'all look at me like. No, everybody's got something. And you know what? Everybody can show the law of kindness. I'm getting too old to show it. Oh, I shouldn't have jumped on that one first, huh? Well, let's go to the extreme the other way. What do you do to your little babies whenever they start not being kind to one another? <laughs> no, it's hard to get on them babies for not being kind when you're not being kind to one another as husband and wife. <laughs> what am I doing, Brother Randy? <laughs> What'd you tell me a while back? 
He's battling now. <laughs> I'm just earning my money. That's the way I look at it. I'm earning my money now. Hallelujah. I wasn't earning it a while ago. I'm earning it now. <laughs> Hallelujah. But, but it's the truth. You know what? It's a lot easier to run somebody down. And snigger and make light of them. Than it is. When's the last time you bragged on somebody? When's the last time you told somebody, hey, you, you done good there? Oh, don't listen to that other spirit. I'll get the big head. God takes care of the big heads. Don't worry about that. No flesh. He gives, he shares his glory, but no flesh. Kindness. Kindness. Kindness, you have to work on it. You have to stay on top of it. Even in the home. Even at the house of God. Kindness. <laughs> Praise God. Got to tell you again tonight, church. I know I'm past my time. I'm about done, though. There's some, a lot of scriptures here that could have been... Let me, let, me, let me just touch a few. You could stand. Romans 2 and 7. To them who by patience continued in well-doing. You know what, people? It's with patience in seeking well-doing. They're, they're seeking four major things. Glory, honor, immortality, and eternal life. Romans 15 and 4 says, For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. What's this one? 2 Corinthians 6 and 4. Ministers of God, in much patience. <laughs> Only you can uh, decide if you got a bucket load or a dump truck load of patience. I'll leave that up to you. I can tell you this much. <laughs> I'm going to use me and Brother Ford. It's a little safer. <laughs> If you like the fellow, your patience seemed to work a lot better. But if you get where you don't really like the guy, and there's some ways about him that you just really don't, what happens to patience? They seem to get shorter, shorter, shorter. In fact, if you're not careful, they can just walk in the room. <laughs> Can it help us? Here's what to pray for. God, I want the law of kindness in this vessel. Did you know that kindness is one of the fruits of the Holy Ghost? It's supposed to be a package deal, but you know what? It has to be planted. has to be worked and cultivated. And the real test is not with all these guys that I love and appreciate. And man, they scratch my back and I scratch their back. And they see things like I see things. And they walk like I walk. And they drive Toyotas like I drive Toyotas. And you see what I'm saying? They like them real fast, boogie boogie. I, I can go down the list of some of this. 
They like the sleeves here and they like the skirts here and they like their pants like this and they like. Well, I'm hitting more than what you think I am. Law of kindness. I want to tell you again tonight, church. God didn't miss. God didn't miss it. Not one single act of kindness. It might have been with money. You might have purchased something for somebody. You, you might have made a phone call. It can be right down to making a pie, a cake. It can visit somebody. It's willing to answer the phone whenever they called you for the third time that day. And you're in a hurry and you want to get stuff done. But something in you says, I'm going to answer. <laughs> I wonder if I asked them out of a show of hands how many said, I'm not answering that. <laughs> and I'm not saying all that, but, but you know. You know. You know. Law of kindness. God didn't miss it in 21. So what you going to pursue and fight for and believe for in 22. Let's reach for our church. Let's believe God for it. God's got revival here. <laughs> I'm praying for several evangelists to grace this pulpit prayerfully and hopefully this year. But even, even Brother Jacob Phillips knows. He told Brother Brad this past few days. He said, I'm going to preach a Mandela revival. He said, it's coming. And I know he's flying to California and he's flying here and he's going to a lot of big churches, a lot of big events and all this other stuff. But I still believe it. God's got his season. God's got his time. You know what our responsibility is? To be ready when it happens. Be ready when it happens. What if we all of a sudden got about 30 or 40 brand new people in here? You going to help me? Are you still going to be caught up with your wallowing in your own little mud hole? You see what I'm talking? It's hard for me to pull somebody out if I'm bogged down. It really is. So I've got to, I've got to make sure I'm going to stay out of the ditch. I'm going to tell you something. The devil's working overtime on some of you to shipwreck you. Because he knows that you can be a key witness and a key vessel in helping and blessing and helping others. I still haven't studied out in scriptures, but I'm going to. Paul talks about a term called helps in the church. You don't hear nobody preach about it. You don't hear nobody talk about it. But you know what? I believe that was some key people that wouldn't just, please don't be offended by what I'm fixing to say, just ordinary saints. That they didn't, they didn't grace the pulpit. They didn't hold possibly, maybe not even a position. But they were some helps that made the life of that church, became pillars in that church, that held that church together.
that work behind the scenes and those private conversations they kept that thing pulled together full of wisdom full of love full of kindness helps love you tonight I really do God loves us I want to leave you with this positive note don't let the devil lie to you don't let your flesh beat you out. God saw every kind act in 21. He didn't miss a thing. He didn't miss it. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. We'll just let you be dismissed in the fear of the Lord. We give you honor in this house. Praise. Don't forget Friday night. Uh, we're going to have communion. Foot washing. 10 o'clock. Give us a good two hours, amen, to come and sing and worship a little while and have communion. And we'll go in the back and have foot washing, praying with one another, encouraging one another. Hey, those prayers right there can make all the difference in the individual lives and families. Let's pray for one another. Let's lay hands on one another. Let's lift up one another. Amen. You know what? I believe everybody in here wants to go to heaven. And I believe everybody in here wants everybody that's in here to go to heaven. So let's pull together. And let's let the law of kindness get a hold of us. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you.